0: On today's Lockdown Royals podcast, we're going to dive into why the Royals didn't make any moves in that first wave of the offseason, how that can benefit them or hurt them as we enter the next season. Where are we at with the lockout right now? How do we stand in baseball right now? Will there be a season? Yes, there will be. But what will it look like and how can that also benefit the Royals? The Royals are in line for a bounce back year and let's talk all about it. On today's Locked On Royals, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team's every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Royals Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Stiles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. You can also email the show, Lockdown Royals at gmail.com. Call into the show for all 5362-7128. On today's show, which is brought to you by Lockdown Chiefs, folks the chiefs are playing some fun football right now it's always great when you dominate the raiders especially after they go out there and dance on the logo and they're playing the wheels on the bus as you as you exit the stadium yesterday a ton of fun what happened in in uh, arrowhead but job's not done it's not it's still the home stretch Chiefs still trying to clinch the division again, Chiefs still trying to get back to the playoffs and the Super Bowl again, so go check out Locked on Chiefs, it's a daily podcast on all of your podcatchers, including on YouTube, every single day, they're going to have you set for this week, which is a short week, do not forget the Chiefs play on Thursday against the Chargers in yet another pivotal game that will go a long way into fighting their season, and so we'll see how they see themselves in the playoffs, if they're division winners, which I think that they will be, uh, and how they get there, all the breaking news around that game, all the recaps from the Raiders game, and so much more is up there right now and will continue to be up there throughout the week over on Locked On Chiefs. They've got you set there. Make sure you go subscribe to them as well. And thank you for making Locked On Royals your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Royals baseball uh, all throughout the Off-season and in-season and everything else. So make sure you subscribe for free across all platforms with us as well. And on today's show, uh, I want to kind of do a reset of the off-season because I think that we can look at this in two different waves of an off-season, which is not typical for baseball. Baseball usually has... Kind of that continuous offseason, obviously, there's obviously not always a lockout. And the flurry of activity doesn't typically happen in bunches like it it will this season because, of course, you had all those rushing to sign uh, throughout the first month of the offseason until this lockout, and then you're going to have, of course, more wanting to sign uh, after the lockout is over, and they can understand their contract scenario. The Royals obviously did not do anything in that first wave. Uh, as you saw the Rangers go out there and break the bank. And you saw, uh, of course, the Mets go get Max Serger. And they did see quite a few targets fly off the board. And again, I don't blame the Royals for this. Uh, I think that the Royals in every team uh, was put in a interesting spot. And what I mean by that is, unless your team was fully committed to breaking the bank and to... Uh, shelling out a ton of money, unless that's the case for you, you were kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. Like the Rangers, for example. They knew for sure that they wanted to go out there and spend money, make a splash, go get Simeon, go get uh, Seeger, go get everybody that they went and got John Gray, who's again a Royals uh, target that I had in mind. And so they were not, kind of bound to the dates because they were going to spend the money no matter if they spent it on December 1st or they spent it on April 1st or March 1st or February 1st. Whenever this lockout subsides, the Rangers were going to spend a ton of money. And so were the Tigers who went out and got Erod and went out and got Javier Baez and uh, did all those fantastic things that they did. The Royals were in a spot where they... Knew, and they still know, I would assume, that they need to improve their team. They want to improve their team. Dayton Moore has been telling you about 2022 being the year that they're back in that competitive atmosphere for a long time. But what they didn't know was how players would react to the upcoming lockout. And and so I don't blame the teams who are like the Royals, and there's a lot of teams that didn't do anything, not just the Royals, that got caught in the middle. And I say that because... I didn't know how the players would react. Do you want to rush to sign a contract and then have yourself locked into a deal? Or do you want to wait and see what comes of the CBA and see what changes about contract language and what you can and can't do with contracts? I think that it's a 50-50 thing and you're seeing that in the market right now where there are some players who went out and jumped at these deals right this moment. There are some players who are high-end players. Carlos Correa comes to mind as one, one of the best top, you know, one of the best free agents on the, on the market and if you go back to November and rank every free agent that's going to be available this offseason, Correa was number 1 on everyone's list. He hasn't signed yet. And I would have thought we would have seen more of that than what we what we've seen, which is a ton of signings because even whenever there was no lockout Big uh, prizes waited for a long, long, long time to sign. I mean, how deep did you get with Machado and with, uh, of course, Harper? And even Eric Hosmer didn't uh, quite sign uh, with the Padres until closer to spring training. It's not like Eric Hosmer's deal got done uh, at the winter meetings that year that he signed with with the Padres. So it had been a trend for a long time that players would be waiting until we got closer to spring training, because that was the trend for ever. I mean, not forever, of course, but for a a long time. And so why would that alter whenever the future of contracts and the future of the sport is uncertain? And I say future of the sport isn't, again, just is there going to be a salary cap, which I don't think that there will be. Will it be a salary floor? Now, if there's going to be still guaranteed contracts, which there will be, but like, in my opinion, the biggest change would be the salary floor. And I'm not sure if they're going to add one of those or not, but if they did add a salary floor, in my mind, it just makes me think, hey, maybe that opens up the door for more teams that want to spend money. Because if you're forcing them to spend money anyway, why not go sign Korea to a big deal? Instead of spreading that money out to four or five below average players. Because I'm still spending the money. I'm just supposed to spend it on somebody that can can sell tickets. And now, you might not sign with that team, right? Like, Like the Pirates, for example. They don't have a lot of players under contract. They're not spending a ton of money. And then let's say that they wake up on February 1st and this lockout's over and they have to spend money in a hurry. They will not be a destination that Cray wants to go to. But let's say he wants to go to the Yankees. He can say to the Yankees, look, you have to up your offer. You have to up your offer because I can just go here for a lot more money. And so I think that that's where most teams got caught in the air of not knowing when the dominoes would fall then once they began falling, you, you kind of got in the scramble area and you never want to make deals like that whenever you're kind of caught in the air and scrambling a bit. And so you can use this time right now on the lockout to have a natural break and make it almost like a new off season, almost as though none of the moves that happened before the lockout matter. And now you're working with what the pool of players are out there, you know, that they are, and you can devise a whole new plan. And just kind of start fresh. And I think that that's what the Royals are doing. I think that that's what uh, a lot of teams are doing. And so, coming up, let's talk about the players that have been wiped off the board. And players who the Royals can still get involved in. But first, I want to tell you right now, better good friends, over at Direct TV stream is incredible, folks. Does this sound familiar to you? You've got one device that lets you catch the game on your phone live. You've got another device that lets you stream your favorite shows. And you're watching your sport highlights, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's in for all the good stuff. You, your entertainment is just so spread out. Well, I want to tell you a simple way to get your entertainment together without the hassle. And a great way is finally here. It's getting your TV together with DirecTV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together. Like never before, you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. There's no more juggling remotes. No need to buy another device ever again. And the best part is there's no annual contracts. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and go to directtv.com and choose Direct Stream to get your TV together at directtv.com, Direct Stream. Check it out. Compatible devices required. Content varies by package. directtvstream.com. And so we are back on the Lockdown World's podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I want to say right now, thank you for making Lockdown World's your first listen every single morning, every single day. We are here for you. And thank you again for making us your first listen, subscribing for free on all platforms, but also go check out Lockdown Chiefs for your second listen of today and go hear about the... Raiders recap where they dominate the Raiders and also get set for this weekend's or this week's big game. They're playing on Thursday against the Chargers. Get ready for that big game. that would go a long way in deciding the AFC West. So make sure you do that as well. Now on today's show, we're talking about the Royals offseason so far and kind of resetting the off season and where uh, things have gone to this point for Kansas City. And we mentioned why the Royals likely didn't make any moves, or a possibility of why. Obviously, we're not going to know why. We're not taking more himself, but I think that that's a pretty logical reason, other than just screaming and yelling and saying, "Well, the Royals make no moves ever." Just kind of explaining it further of why a lot of teams did not do much in this first segment, let's call it, of the off season. But some teams did a lot, like the Mets did a ton, Scherzer, Starling Marte, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh the Rangers did a ton, obviously, but what royal targets have truly been eliminated here? Now, if you listen to this podcast before, thank you, number one, number two, you know that my dream target this year in the off season, Starling Marte. And I said on every podcast that the name Starling Marte was ever uttered that if it doesn't happen, there's no reason to be upset. It's just kind of a dream scenario, a guy who I think would fit Kansas City very well. So it didn't happen. And There's no reason to kind of – there's no finger to pointing or there's no, like, anything other than, ah, man, a cool little, a cool little prospect – I mean, not prospect, but a cool little, you know, uh, possibility is now taken off the board. And so he goes to New York. Uh, the, the two that I think were more realistic and that it's a little more bummed out about than anything else – And again, in these two cases, we don't know if the Royals even tried or if the Royals feel the same way that we feel. We're all just going based on what we think would be good. So again, it's hard to kind of say if it was an organizational miss or not because we don't really know what the organization is thinking. But Marcus Stroman and John Gray, and the reason I think that they're so obtainable is because of the teams that they signed with. I think that, you know, with Marcus Stroman going to the Cubs and John Gray going to the Rangers – They were obviously open to do ball with teams who are on the doorstep of getting back to playoff contention and World Series contention, but not there yet. And for the Cubs, they seem a lot further away than the doorstep. Uh, I think that of these three teams, I would rank Kansas City, Texas, and Chicago in that order. Now, the Cubs have the luxury, though, of their history and the possibility of playing in a big market where they can actually, you know, afford to turn this around by paying Players a lot. And, I, and I, I'm interested in the Cubs as well. I mean, of course, the Royals remain the main focus uh, for us here in Kansas City. But I'm interested in the Cubs because why would you shell out all this money to Marcus Stroman and then just stop, right? After the after that deadline, you had this fire sale at the deadline. Uh, your fans just were upset and they think that you're tanking for two or three or four years. And then the offseason comes and all of a sudden you've signed Marcus Stroman to this big deal. So why would you stop here? I'm interested to see what they do when things pick back up and transactions unfreeze at the the major league level. But Marcus Stroman and John Gray both going uh, different directions than Kansas City. It stings a bit, but again, it's not the end of the world. It's just two targets who the Royals could have kind of been in on, might have been in on, who knows. Um, And then, of course, it it ended up happening. The only move the Royals made before uh, the lockout was... Taylor Clark, who was a non-tenured player from the D-backs and <laughs> locked on D-backs. Millard Thomas made it pretty clear that t- uh, t- t- Taylor Clark is not a good player. At least he was not in Arizona. That's not to say he can't kind of figure things out this offseason and it'd be good in Kansas City. Uh, but he was not he was not sad losing uh, the non-tenured uh, right-handed pitcher uh, Wes Miller Thomas, the host of Lockdown Dbacks, we got to see him up close and personal. Uh, so take that for what you will. But other than that, everything's still in front of Kansas City. And, and I mean, sure, a lot did happen, and, and let me tell you, it was fun. And, and a part of this new CBA, I hope, is a, an uh, is a uh, I'm trying to think of how to say the word. Of course, it is a implementation of language or dates that can force this to happen, uh, like the NBA. Their free agency lasts a day or two, sure, and it's not drawn out or whatever, but that day or two is otherworldly entertainment. That day or two that the NBA free agency lasts, where you have these big names out there, make refreshing Twitter the most entertaining part of your summer night. Refreshing to see what Woj is going to say next and who's going to go where, what trades are happening. And so... That steals you calendar days. I talk about that a lot. How many calendar days are yours that people are invested in you? Because baseball is at a disadvantage from other sports because they automatically have one day that's typically a day invested in you that's not. So in baseball, the draft is not a day, because it's hard. I don't blame anybody. It's hard for fans of baseball, even diehard fans, but especially, of course, casual people with a family, and they just watch the games for pure entertainment. It's hard to even know about the draft, because you can draft high schoolers. You can draft college players. Those games are not accessible that well. You know, who's broadcasting high school baseball in a national scape uh, where it's easily accessible? And even college baseball at times can be hard to find. It's just not as easy to follow as college basketball, which you're already watching. And it's already in your rotation. College football, you're already watching. It's already in your rotation. You're not having to hunt down new information where that makes the NBA draft a huge day and a NFL draft a huge day because you know that people getting drafted. It's why the ratings for the NFL draft decline as you get away from the people that you know, even though... it enters the weekend where you have more time to watch television, it still declines because you no longer know who's getting drafted in the fifth or sixth or seventh round. You don't really have that connection to them um, in that same way that you do. The player that you watched for three years in the first round. So how many days can you steal I think is a big deal in sports. How many days can you make about yourself where the next day in media all you're talking about is baseball or, or basketball or football? A way to do that is by forcing the transactions to happen and not letting Harper and Machado and your other big prizes linger until spring training begins. And that was what was so fun about this period before the lockout. Whenever Jeff Passon, Kansas City legend, is working overtime, making sure he tells you about what all the Rangers are up to and, and how the Rangers are just out here wheeling and dealing. It, it, was, it was a flurry of activity. It was a ton of fun. I mean, you had Chris Taylor signing, you had Mark Lanson signing, you had Corey Kniebel signing, right? Like, you, you just had, you, you had all these moves happening quickly, 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 James Paxson. Not to mention the top, top-of-the-line names, like a Seeger, like a Simeon, like a Scherzer, like a Marte, right? So, the fact that they happened in quick succession, before you could react to one, another one broke, right? Like, that is so good for the sport. It's a much better than the alternative of, like, having this stuff dry out, and last a lifetime what it feels like in the offseason. So I don't know what you have to, like, I don't know what you could do. Like, I don't know how you solve this problem. I don't know how it organically happens in basketball, where it just happens the first day it's available to happen, and at times they're agreed to before you're allowed to, technically, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, But, yeah, it'd be great if the CBA can work out in a way that, forces that to happen. And, and force, of course, is not a great word to use because you want to force players to sign deals that they're not comfortable with. You know, you want players to have enough time to react. But incentivize, maybe, players to sign earlier. And I don't know how you do that. I don't know what the, what the incentive is. But uh, it'd be great for the sport if these moves happen a lot quicker. And I do not think that the onus is on the players. The onus is on the owners to offer those deals that are acceptable faster than what they're doing currently. But that would be pretty fun. But everything's still pretty much in front of the Royals. I want to tell you right now, though, but our good friend's over at Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BiltBar.com. Use the promo code LACK 15% off of your next order at BiltBar.com. Listen, folks, they have so many great flavors. They have cookies and cream, cherry barcia, raspberry, double chocolate. They just have all these amazing flavors for you, and they get new flavors all of the time over at builtbar.com. They cycle through those flavors that are all brand new and tasty for you at builtbar.com nonstop. So you got to keep on checking back there over and over and over again. Make sure you're doing that. Builtbar.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off your next order. My personal favorite is their staple cookies and cream. I love a cookies and cream built bar. It is one of the best things you're ever going to taste. It's incredible. Make sure you check it out today. Builtbar.com, promo code LOCK15. Built bars are a protein bar, but it tastes like a candy bar. That is how good that they are. They have protein. They're good for you. They're great for pre-workout, post-workout, or even as a meal replacement. They are that feeling that good. There's just a quick snack and an energy boost. It's awesome. BuiltBoard.com, promo code lock 15, 15% off your next order. i to tell right now also, a our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is your online sportbook book experts. Use the promo code locked on. Get you a 50% deposit match on your first deposit. It's Incredible for you to use to bet on football, basketball, baseball, boxing, UFC, everything that you can think of, right on up to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait. Go there right now. Bet on the Chiefs on Thursday. All that fun stuff. So betonline.ag promo code locked on gives you that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our code locked on from basketball football NHL boxing UFC. Your favorite Vegas casino games do not wait to take advantage right now of these amazing offers. But online is the best way to bet on all your sport action and it makes sports a lot of fun to watch. So bet responsibly at betonline.ag and use the code locked on for a 50% deposit match guarantee on your first deposit. Betonline.ag. Thank you for listening to Lockdown Rolls today for your second lesson. Again, go check out Lockdown Chiefs, but also check out Lockdown Bets. Lockdown Bets will help you bet at betonline.ag. With their great tips and tricks and bets of the day every single day at betonline.ag and Locked On Bets, the podcast that's free for you every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. So everything is still in front of the Royals, even though they have not made a move yet. Whenever things unfreeze, they still have a great chance to improve this team and get back to where they want to be in 2022. On tomorrow's show, we're going to talk about the best and worst ideas I've heard about these CBA negotiations and what could or could not be coming to Major League Baseball and your television screens in your ballpark entertainment in 2022. A lot of fun stuff coming up on the Lockdown Rollers Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Subscribe for free on all platforms. And until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another.